you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey all, welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life, episode 51. Here today to talk about something that I often talk about uh, in general and with clients and all around. So um, I think it will be a review in some ways, but we're looking at it from a little bit of a different perspective. We're going to talk today about non-negotiables when life happens. So we've been talking about non-negotiables before, but when life happens, sometimes those... Um, are hard to access, all right? So I strongly believe that non-negotiables are part of the remedy to high-functioning anxiety and then leaving behind that too busy schedule and whatnot. And it's a way to be more unapologetic and more authentic, which is the theme of the month, right? And my clients love it. Well, <laughs> they love it after they get through some of the self-sabotage and the deeply seated beliefs they learned in their childhood and kind of, you know, get rid of the uh, tolerations, right? And they start to live into the non-negotiables and life feels different. And, you know, in general, for most of us, life is good, right? N until it isn't. <laughs> and so I've been working on my non-negotiables um, all throughout, right? <laughs> It's just one of those personal things you got to keep working on. And lately, um, I've been working on, especially in the area of boundaries around my time in my life. So, for example, honoring my CEO schedule, not breaking promises to myself, um, not always putting the family first, um, but then also, you know, prioritizing them as well when I want to work more. And um, been doing that and feeling really good about it. Actually, 2020 for me was a really good way to reprioritize because I had the time. Uh, and then 2021 hit, and as I've been alluding to, a lot of crap hit the fan for me. Uh, there's just been a lot of extended family struggles. I had, you know, a mild case of COVID in the middle of it. Um, and then things just kept, and you know, honestly just keep happening that are a good um, test <laughs> to my non-negotiables and to how I'm caring for myself. And we all have seasons like this, you know, um, I, I kind of feel like I'm in the sandwich season with the parents and the kids, right? Maybe a lot of you can relate or you will someday or you have. Um, but the other night, my husband and I were talking about this because we're both just dealing with a lot. And um, I just, you know, we we're talking about the grief that comes up and the hard things that come up through all these times. And I was just telling him that I really, I really got to know myself um, really at a deeper level, uh, and not until then really, until my brother died suddenly. So he was 35, so I was in my early 30s, just had had my second baby boy, and that happened. Um, and it was it was interesting because it, it was the, like, the circumstances that, you know, and the choices I could have made could have spiraled me, right? I had postpartum with my first son. I did not with my second, but then my brother died when he was only five months old. And... Um, 
interestingly, you know, I had taken good care of myself. I was I was on medication because of what happened with my first son. Really helped me through all of that too. And I was taking just better care of myself, getting the sleep I needed right from the get-go. So many circumstances, so many choices. They are both conscious and unconscious, right? That led me um, to actually be closer to God, and and this might sound strange, but to myself, you know, um, rather than the opposite uh, when other things have happened in my life where I've noticed more anger. Um, and I was angry. I mean, I had to process through that. If you ask my husband that as well, he would be very honest about that. But I had every right to be angry, sad, all of the above, right? Um, but I think it's because the path I had chosen prior to him dying or starting on um, I was able to just stay with uh, myself and help myself through it, not abandon myself to the extent I had probably in the past. And of course, since we're ever evolving, I've made a lot of um, changes since then. So back then, it felt like one of the major wake up calls in my life. You know, we have a few of those, right? And um, has led me to where I am today, if that makes sense. Sometimes at those pivotal moments, we make these decisions that lead us in one direction or another. Always a chance to to pivot again. Um, but just making the point where when things get tough, I kind of know how to, I kind of know how I, how I deal with it, which has been very helpful because things, you know, get tough, right? Most of us are waiting for the other shoe to drop. Um, and it scares us, you know, I mean, so many things going on these days that we cannot control. And when it happens to us, we go into survival mode. We Partially we need to, right? Um, but then the first to go is those things we call non-negotiables amidst it all, right? Those feel like frivolous luxuries when we're in survival mode. So can you relate to any of that? Have you ever had a, a time in your life where you're like, crap, I've got a turtle, I've got to get into survival mode, can't deal with this. But at the same time, you know, you're on this journey and you know that the only way to go to go to the other side of it is to go through it, right? And then, you know, timing of year that I'm talking about is, you know, we're adding in summer. So there's a lot of fun chaos, trips, visits, work things that we have, you know, are trying to fit in, all those things. You get the picture, right? And so that's another excuse or way that we push off our non-negotiables. So really wanting to really dig in to um, having those non-negotiables even when life happens, whether it is a death in the family or a sudden loss or a sudden move or um, the fun trip or the chaos or, you know, we're working too hard, okay? So these are some things to consider um, when you're like me and you don't want to lose yourself. You don't want to lose all of your non-negotiables um, when things get really tough or really busy. So raise your hand if you're ready to have, you know, learn these three key things to consider. They're very simple. You know me, I love to keep it simple because then we're able to actually get our monkey mind on board and then the rest of it happens. So when I have you consider things, I ask them in question form. It's just the way I do it. And so I hope that's helpful. And then we'll talk a bit about it. So first of all, are you connected to yourself? like really connected. And be honest about this. I have days where I'm super connected. I have days where I'm just like, whoa, what? It's six o'clock. I don't even remember what I did. <laughs> so, you know, we talk a lot about the signs of disconnect, right? Like we've been talking a lot about that. And when we get into our people pleasing, our perfectionism, our ways of coping, escapism, patterns, you know, all those things I talk about. Um, 
But what about connection? Have we defined and really looked into what connection means to us? And the three words that came to my mind and things I talk about too is commitment, honor, and respect. You know, are you committed to yourself, honoring yourself, respecting yourself? And you can ask that when it comes to, you know, your time and energy as well that you need to live your life, right? Are you giving yourself enough time? Are you committed to it, honoring it, respecting it? And then what about your energy? And do you have non-negotiables in regards to this, like commitment to yourself? You know, in my trainings, I talk a lot about how we have high tolerance for busyness and that pain, and we can abandon ourselves at times, and then we get in the high-functioning anxiety, you know, hamster wheel. Um, so the remedy of that and the key, key thing to consider here is being connected to yourself. Really ask yourself today, am I connected to myself the way I really want to be? And then next, are you connected to God, uh, your higher power? Um, I can tell you what, like, <laughs> this is, for me, has been key. Um, you know, my reliance on God, um, Holy Spirit, you know, I believe in the Trinity, has really grown over the years, and it's ebbed and it's flowed, and so many things have changed. Um, but a while back, and I don't even remember exactly when, you know, I gave myself permission just to bring my whole self to God, right? So... That I can bring everything to him, my anger, my sadness, my, you know, even if I feel this deep bitterness inside about things, anything, all of it can come. And I remember like maybe the first connection I made, and I used to tell clients when I did therapy too, is like, just read the Psalms, you know, there's the praising and there's the lamenting and then there's the everything. I think we think that God um, cannot handle, or not that he can't handle, but he doesn't want to hear all of it, right? We need to pray for other people. We need to pray for these things, but Really, we're here to have a conversation with God because our soul depends on it. We depend on it. Um, and if we are really comfortable being honest and authentic with God, we're going to thrive more. We're going to have that flow. So for me, at least, the connection to God, the connection to my spiritual self is really important. And then um, it really helps me come up with ways to um, you know, live a fuller life and so asking ourselves, do you have non-negotiables in regards to your spiritual life, your connection to God? It's kind of an interesting thing that a lot of my clients kind of look at me like, well, well yeah, I pray. And a lot of them go to church and a lot of them do all these, these practices. But what's non-negotiable for you and yourself with your personal connection to God? You know, we all have our own way of personally connecting with him. And it's not just the spiritual practices that we were taught as children or we're learning now, uh, you know, and so... I think it's really important to to ask that question too. How is your connection with God? And then third to consider is, are you connected to your place and space? You know, I talk about places and spaces. I mean, one of my main things is to, is to provide space for people to grow and flourish, right? And I do that in a number of ways, you know, holding space for people, you know, literally and figuratively, like in session, before session, uh, at the retreat when I had a retreat day, you know, um, out on the patio, you know, those kinds of things like places and spaces. So for you, this could be your home, your people, whatever your sanctuary, your safe place is, right? And do you have non-negotiables in regards to this? Uh, do you feel connected in like where you are in your home? I've done a lot of talk with clients about finding that space in their home that's just theirs, even if it's in the living room with everybody else. You know, if you refer back to one of my early podcasts with Kelly, we talk about her chair. 
it's visible to everybody, but it's hers. And it's an automatic, beautiful boundary, <laughs> non-negotiable that it's her chair. Ask permission to use it and whatnot. Um, and there's ways to, you know, really get into this. I mean, of all the tools I use, I love the balance inventory. Um, any inventory that you can take of your environment is very telling of whether or not you are tolerating a lot or if you have non-negotiables. Um, and so I just ask yourself, like, am I connected to my place and my space? Where do I go to feel grounded and connected to this earth, literally, and then figuratively to the space around me. Um, love doing safe space uh, meditation with clients too because our brain can envision that. So like even if we're in a place where, you know, we're stuck in an airport all day for with a delay, we can go to that place even if we're in the middle of a bunch of people, just as an example. So when we're connected in these three ways, like to ourself, like fully really, to God, and then also to where we are, our environment, our literally and figuratively within the landscape of our mind and our surroundings, um, we're better able to handle all the curveballs that I was talking about earlier. So I hope you're making that connection. Like I started out talking about non-negotiables and then boom, I went into a personal example of loss, but it just goes to, I'm just trying to show like how non-negotiables get thrown out the window easily when, when real life happens, right? And we know our lives can change in the blink of an eye. And they do, for better and for worse, right? Like, one day we can wake up and get, get the job of our dreams, and the next we can lose someone we love, you know, we'll love forever. So we've all experienced it. Um, and I really wish that it was just the good stuff, because, you know, I'm an, et an eternal optimist, uh, and I prefer to dwell on those things. I'm a little bit in denial and avoidance too, but that's another podcast. Um, but like I say, it is what it is. Like, And we get to decide what is for the most part and how we react and respond and move on. Um, and so here's a, just a few things that when I kind of thought about, hey, you know, we get to decide, especially about like these non-negotiables that we want to carry with us through everything that we endure in our life um, and experience is... We still are, we're, we are still always ourselves, or I could say it different. We are still ourselves always, no matter what is going on in this crazy world. Pinch yourself a little bit for that, like to be like, I'm here no matter what. I'm here if I'm happy, if I'm sad, I'm here. Um, and then next, we can make decisions like having non-negotiables um, that keep us on our course. And remember that our course can change and ebb and flow. I think about kind of like a river. You know, sometimes there's a few rapids and sometimes it's just flowing through a meadow. But we can still have in our raft the same things and make sure they stay with us, right? And third, and this is probably the most important lesson I've, lesson I've learned is only we can do this for ourselves. Like, ultimately, no one else can. I mean, we can have a guide, which I recommend. We can have people to support us. We can have tools, everything. But when it comes down to... Like I always say, when we wake up in the morning, we wake up to ourselves first. When we go to bed at night, we're with ourselves still. So really, we, we, we're it, <laughs> ultimately, you know. And um, that's not a bad thing. That's not something to fear. And if you do, let's chat because I worked through that um, because I used to be like, oh my goodness, it's kind of a lonely place to be in my mind, right? But it really, it isn't when you're... When you get comfortable, and one way to do that is to have these non-negotiables. Um, so yeah, I could go on and on about how we can live into that. 
Um, and today wasn't really about create, helping you create a list of non-negotiables in your life like we've done before. I highly recommend it. It's kind of like the tolerations list or you kind of, all the opposite is, you know, these are non-negotiables and pick, I always pick a few that are really important because some are, some are things that, you know, are works in progress, like the clean kitchen I've been discussing <laughs> or lack thereof. Um, but when it comes to when life hand throws us curveballs, we want those um, non-negotiables that are always with us on hand. Um, and it is about us getting to take ownership over that in the midst of it all. Like when things are out of our control, we have ownership over something and it's really ourselves. And so I, when I look back over when my brother died very suddenly, uh, it was a time where, you know, during it, it was really hazy, of course. I mean, but I was reflecting over it later and I, I do over the years. That's what anniversaries usually are helpful in grieving more and reflecting. But I did know, I noticed that I didn't abandon myself like I probably would have even five years before that. Um, before I had kids, started going to therapy, things like that, where I was just like, you know, there for everybody else, but not myself. And it's really another great tool is reflection, right? When it comes to, okay, during this time, everything flew out the window or part of it did, or I grew here. Um, to reflect kind of where you want non-negotiables to be for the future. You know, it's kind of like when you go on a trip and you realize there's a hike you really wanted to do and you didn't have time or you didn't have, you weren't in good enough shape or whatnot. You kind of cat, like catalog that in your brain, like, hey, when, when and if I go back there, I'm going to do this. And you know that you want to. So it's kind of like that with non-negotiables. Like, hey, I didn't do this then, but I can next time. And the more that we... Um, allow for that, journal that, share that with friends, share that with a, with a mentor, the more we can live into it. And it be, it's, becomes the tapestry of who we are. And what I will say to you is it really always was the tapestry of who you are. It's just in life, we tend to um, bury things or forget or whatnot. So in review, uh, non-negotiables are something I talk about a lot. Today is really specifically about when life happens, how do we you know, um, keep those right next to us so we can be unapologetic and authentic. I mean, living through life's curveballs, the good, the bad, the ugly is another way to be authentic, right? Um, and cause it is what it is. Sometimes it's messy. Sometimes it's not, you know, I felt like 2020 for me, for the most part, there were things of course, but it was like, Oh, I was look back on that. I'm like, I was floating a little bit because I, had the space and time. I mean, I had to, right? I had to stay home. So this year, it's kind of like, woo, these things came forth. And I look back and think, okay, the respite that I gave myself and the work I did on myself, the healing journey, you know, that I did over the last year, which I almost decided not to participate in, um, really <laughs> equipped me for now. And so I just want you to give yourself the gift of time to reflect back, See where you have kept your non-negotiables because you have, even if you haven't identified what they're called, and where you want to continue to live into that. So I would love to hear your thoughts. If you're listening to me and you're like, woo, I need a larger list of non-negotiables, that's what I do with clients. That's what I do, you know, trainings in my group. Um, get over there. Hang out with me. Um, if you're interested in working with a coach and you're intrigued by the whole concept, you know where to find me. Uh, my clarity call is in most of my show notes comments. It's free. You get to chat with me a little bit and um, decide uh, how you want to move forward. So today, non-negotiables, when life happens, I hope you enjoyed this. Would love to hear feedback. Would love to hear a review. We're almost on 
the year mark and would love to just have a few more of those to kind of draw people in to listen with us. So anyhow, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.